Welcome back to the Inspired Incompetence Podcast. We have no LFG. How's everybody doing? <laughs> Better than that guy. <laughs> He's probably out there stomping skulls as we speak. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, did anything happen last week? Um, I don't think I don't so. Think oh, so. I, I, I see here in my notes, uh, Teoblith is like super dead. Oh, right. That did happen. It's a heart condition yep. or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, he's got to he's got to hit that life alert because uh, <laughs> Jesus <he's>... Christ. <laughs> <laughs> um, Help, I've fallen and I can't get up. <laughs> um, OK, so. With the way things ended last week, it was fucking insane. And like I went over the basics of this spell, but there was there's some more to it. Uh so Teoblith is at a number of negative hit points equal to either the caster level of the spell or his constitution score minus one, which I believe we determined uh it's it's whatever is less negative. So we determined that Teoblith's uh, constitution score minus one was less negative. So he's at negative 11. Negative 13. What's your con score? My con score is 12. So you subtract one from that. I'm at negative 13. 12 minus one is 11. And a negative, a number of negative hit points equal to that. So you're at negative 11. Because negative 13 would have you be dead. Right. I thought that was the point. Well, the point is that you are, (laughs) the point is that you are uh, alive but you are staggered, and at the beginning of Umbarno's next turn, you will be truly dead. The only way to save you is for somebody to cast a restoration spell on you. A regeneration, I think. Regeneration spell on you to literally regrow a heart. But considering that spell is a three-round cast anyway, I don't think it's going to happen. If only we had a healer in the group or someone that could become a healer for a day. That's just it. Even as the Hierophant, even as the Hierophant, Thalias does not have access to the regeneration spell. Oh, yeah, so I'm still not Joe's good been <laughs> pro-gaming this entire time. It wouldn't have mattered. <laughs> Why bother doing the Hierophant if it's just going to be fruitless anyways? And yet, there's some extra stuff going on right now because while Teoblith's body is about to die... Teoblith's mind is currently occupying this verdant bombardier. Yes, I'm saying it correctly this week because it's a special (laughs) occasion because I'm killing a character. (laughs) But we'll see how long he can keep that up. Uh, But where we ended things last week, Umbarno cast his spell and Teoblith, who was like slumped against the wall because he was using his spell to possess the verdant bombardier he's just slumped against the wall his body useless it kind of like lunged forward for a moment and his chest exploded and his heart just zipped across the room and it left like a little splattery trail of blood in a straight line right up to umbarno's hand where his where teoblet's heart is now gripped and still beating so up next is utrid you got the craziest sense of deja vu (laughs) (laughs) now the fun part is Teoblith got his heart ripped out of his chest but his soul is still in control of that verdant bombardier yes I like to imagine that the verdant bombardier was like just facing Barno being all like 
Looks like the the foot's on the other shoe now. Like all of a sudden, heart like right in his hand, right in his hand, and the the bombardier like turns around, sees Teobleth in that state, and just like enormous hands on his face, like doing like this, like oh no, <laughs> pose. <laughs> You can pass through ally squares, but can you charge through them? No. Okay. Alright, I think Utrid is gonna fly up 30 feet to right in front of Mbarnu. Fly north 30 feet. Oh, don't get in my way. I'm gonna shoot this guy in the face with a cannon. <laughs> How's that? <laughs> Better. And try and bring uh Valo down on top of this dude's dome. Oh yeah, that's a forty-three on a crit threat. Uh, yeah, that's gonna that's gonna threat. Thirty-nine to confirm. That'll confirm. And Arginus will attack on his. Aw, uh, tell me this guy is not undead or some stupid thing <laughs> that can't get crit. <laughs> no, you guys, uh, you guys must feel like superheroes. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I... no, uh, no halved healing. Uh, I mean the the werewoods and the other couple constructs you fought like they've been immune to a lot of stuff, but yeah, for the most part, it has just been like no, no, nothing is has stood in your way except for missing hearts. Yeah, this is my last seventh level spell, so yeah. Uh, sorry, six six level spell. Uh, yeah, Arginus is casting decapitate. Fantastic. Okay. So, the slashing crit here is called Across the Eyes. Uh, normal damage, and the target is permanently blinded, negated by a reflex save. That's a favorite of Uhtred's. <laughs> and the magic crit is called Turned Around. Double damage. There's no magic crit. Oh, I thought you had uh, Chill Touch going still. No, I think I had to surrender it to cast the Ice Wall. Oh, I think you're right. Does, the staff. Does Decapitate... Yep. Uh, Make his weapon. Should, I think it just works on a crit. It doesn't need it to be a magic crit. Yeah, well, Umbarna has to make a fort save yeah. to deal with the uh, crit multiplier going up. But you're doing the extra damage no matter what. All right, here comes that fort save. 25. Makes it. Okay. So normal damage, and then it needs a reflex save against the crit confirmation roll to avoid being permanently blinded. That's his bad one. 21. You got past the halfway point. <laughs> Yay. All right, well, what happens? He blinded. Yeah, and he takes normal normal okay. damage. What else happens? How much damage does he take? Non-crit damage plus Tom's, what, 5d6? Yep. So the non-crit damage was a 20 slashing damage plus right. whatever Tom rolls on his d6s. Uh, 15. And since I crit, I'm going... Wait, hold on. Does decapitate uh, target spell resistance? Uh, yes, it does. Um, I believe that's from his unholy aura spell. Let me just verify. Well, what what alignment is our genius? He is uh, chaotic good. Okay. Let me just uh, then in that in that case, uh, yeah, it would apply no matter what. Okay. So what did our genius get on his casual level check? spell resistance. 30. Alright, 30 passes. Alright, so that's another 15. Yep. So that's 35 damage altogether. Okay. And uh, 
Uchir is going to use his arcane re revitalization trait to recover one arcana point for successfully critting. All right. You got to remember to do that more. It's only once per day, right? Yeah, but I. I'll but you go forget about it a lot. Multiple I know. days without doing it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Up next is. Well, up next is the Verdant Bombardier, but I think Tia Blith still does his thing on his turn. Uh, but fortunately, uh, he's up right after that. So go ahead, Tia Blith. All right. So spellcraft to maintain the possession. That's a forty. Okay, you're good. All right. And I don't have enough reach to actually reach him with my slams here because I can't get in front of uh, Randolph. Are you... You're friendly, though. Can I move out of the way? Not on my initiative. You could move up to the northeasternmost corner. Uh, it would provoke from Umbarno, but then you'd only get one attack. Would it? He can't. Umbarno can't see. That's true. Yeah, um, but then I only get one attack. Would I get two shots with the cannon if I just full attack from here? Yes. Yeah, so I'm going to take two shots with the cannon from here. Uh, Thalias, cover your ears. You about to get deafened, motherfucker. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I imagine that you lay, the, uh, the, you lay your cannon on top of his shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> Use Thalias' shoulder to steady my aim. Yeah. <laughs> Mop. <laughs> Like, just like, you see the, the, the Verdant Bombardier, just, you see the heart fly by. He looks back and sees, you know, the the gaping wound in in my own chest. And he just, like, turns back, like, you know, just, like, turns the one the cannon arm back facing Umbarno. And he's just like, I was still using that, asshole. Bam, bam. <laughs> All right, go ahead and uh, roll 1d20 plus 32. <laughs> Excuse me? That's uh, the attack roll. <laughs> nope, that was for the slam. 1d20 plus 29. Okay, that's a uh, 31. 31 will hit, and then uh, 1d20 plus 24. For some reason in my head, I thought that was damage, <laughs> and not attack roll. Like a d20 is damage? What? That's <laughs> uh, a 37 <laughs> on the second shot. Both hits. Um... Damage is gonna be for each arcane mortar shot 66 plus 10. So 12d6 plus 20 for both shots, correct? Yes. Uh, he takes 58 damage as these two cannonballs just rip into his shoulders. This is what Scram always needed. <laughs> <laughs> right? You take my heart, I take yours. <laughs> Uh, all right, yeah, that deals quite a lot of damage. Umbarno's still up. Uh, next up is Arginus. You're standing next to a guy with a gaping uh, chest wound. Yeah, Arginus <laughs> is kind of... I don't know. I have to imagine Arginus has a bit of blood spatter on him at this point. He's a little bit dazed by probably by that, but you know, seeing where the heart was leading to, I, I'd have to take a shot. So the, cr the ripping and cracking noise is probably... Uh, weren't pleasant either. I'm glad I wasn't standing in front of that. <laughs> like, uh, our genus is gonna do uh, magic missile. Gotta assume this guy's not doing too good. Okay. Give me a caster level check versus spell resistance. Oh, that's a natural twenty. 
All right, go ahead and roll 5d4 plus 5. That is 20 damage. Ooh. You all over the 20s. Okay. He's still standing. Oh, my God. He's wobbly. Up next is Thelias. Uh, yeah, I'm going to hit him with a shovel, see if that helps. Okay. There's no way for me to, uh, if I five foot step, then I'm in the way of a giant cannon. I think you're true? okay because he's blinded. But I don't get to full attack, right? Yeah, you can five foot step northwest to full attack, but that will give Barno uh, soft cover versus the bombardier. Uh, but he's but also that's... blind, so I'm not terribly worried yeah. about missing him with the shots. <laughs> yeah, and do you think you're going to fail to kill him on a full attack? That seems like a, fail- a defeatist attitude to me. Right? Uh, yeah, okay. Just kill him and he won't have soft cover. Yeah, just don't fuck mm. up. Well, now you're encouraging me, and that seems like it's going to be the wrong idea. I've been chained that whenever a DM says one thing, I naturally need to lead the other way. Yeah, now I don't want to do that at all. Um, yeah, I'm going to not take the five-foot step. J-I-C about the cannon, you know, and uh, I'm going to bonk him with my shovel. Okay. Bonk. A 28. Uh, 28 will be his flat-footed AC minus two. Whew. Uh, 25 plus two acid. And am I all baned up right now? I can't remember. You are, but not against. Oh, but not against him. him. Gotcha. You're baned against Teoboth right now. Oh no, he's baned uh, against evil outsiders. Oh, I thought it was constructs. Um, yeah. Well, with that shovel swing, uh, Umbarno, he does like a like like spirals from the weight of that swing as you catch him right under the chin, and he falls to the ground dead. I look at my shovel and I think, oh no, were we supposed to take him alive? And then I flash back to how he didn't take Teoblith alive. Then I'm all very confused right now. I look back at the golem. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, the golem was not going to let this guy be taken alive. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of which, uh, it, in the initiative order, it is now Umbarno's turn. And with that, uh, Arginus specifically would hear Teoblith's final rattled breath uh, exit his, his body, even if he's not currently mentally there. And then I just need Teoblith to give me another spellcraft check. So the whole issue is like, even if we revive Teoblith, there's no heart for the body to function, right? The rest of, yeah, the rest of that spell says that if you were to use Raise Dead or Breath of Life on him, you would need to follow it up the following round with a, a regenerate spell or else the spell, the breath of life or raised dead spell just fails now uh why don't you run this wax through your beard real quick what happens if you try to revive teoblith and somebody's already inhabiting his body would he get shunted to the next closest available vessel maybe one that has a functioning heart me thinking maybe well, there's the... like a Freaky Friday thing that we could do here. <laughs> Shove me into Umbarno's body? Well, no, we have uh, Teoblith gets possessed by Thelias because he doesn't need a heart because he's a, a spirit. Then you could have Randolph's old body. <laughs> Akupado, I need this body. The thing about that is that who, even if some... F- somebody or something was possessing Teoblith's body, it would still be possessing his heartless body. And then to raise dead on that would 
give you the same problems. Oh, right. Um, also, uh, Thalias and Randolph share a special bond that he can't just swap with somebody else. That would be hysterical, though, if we came out of this and everyone was in the wrong body. <laughs> it's like He's what? not some kind of spirit slut. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you say. Oh, any body will do. Okay, Argenus? Any no, I'm body. not Argenus. <laughs> you I'm haven't blind. seen this guy after six Bud Lights. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. All right, so, Teoloth, what was that spellcraft check? That was a net 20 for a 44. All right, you still got very firm grip on control of this uh, construct, and it is your turn. What are you going to do? Uh, Nobody well. would ever know. We couldn't prove a thing. <laughs> Tubleth, uh he turns, sees his now very lifeless body. He's really pissed off, but the target of his anger is now also dead. So you see the you see the the verdant bombardier just kind of like slump its shoulders, and even though it doesn't breathe, you know it lets out a sigh. It's like huh, I survived Gallowspire for this. Ugh, you know what? Fine. You know, fine. I'm done. You know what? Just just leave me. Do what you will. Just make sure my notes get to someone that can actually make use of them. Can you do that for me, Utrid? I'm a little hurt. You think we would just leave you here, but you sure you don't want us to just bring you back? I could do it. Probably. I mean, probably. Uh, well, no, actually you can't, but, but no, I, I've seen things that no one has seen in almost a thousand years. I witnessed two near gods battling. I think I'm, yeah, I don't, I don't. I don't want to deal with trying to explain to people how I survived Gallowspire to die in a hole halfway across the world. I'm done. I mean, I, I can understand that feeling of you lived your life. What do you want me to do with your notes? Other than read them, of course. <laughs> I expect nothing less. Uh, well, if you survive this too, I'd appreciate it if you could uh, deliver them to the Hell Knights. Just outside of West Crown. Assuming that I ever make it back to the NRC? Oh, you'll find your way back. We'll see. But, well, I'd wish you good luck, but I've been on this journey, and I know that wouldn't help. Delias' like, eyes are wide open listening to this. Like, wait, what? Uh, you're done? Now you're... He doesn't say anything. He's just. It like, is so counter to Thalias's drive, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Death alive and done. <laughs> yeah. He's just like, no, I'm good. It's like, good. We can solve this somehow, surely. Like, nope, nope, nope. Get my notes to somebody. Get your notes to somebody. How are you? Con- How is that your priority right now? That's his legacy. Yeah. Those notes are gonna yeah. outlive us all. What's that famous saying? You uh, you die twice. Once when you die, and once the last time someone says your name. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like that. So, yeah. Teolith in the Verdant Bombardier turns back to look at his body one last time. And again, lets out a sigh. Teolith. Uh, yeah. Do me a favor. Tell Umble and Thoot I said hello, and I hope they didn't get into too much trouble for helping me back to the material plane. Uh, last time I saw them, they were helping about 30 other people do that, so I think they're all right. But I'll I'll, I'll give them the message. 
but uh, hopefully the city of Dis awaits me. And Teolith takes the Verdant Bombardier's cannon, puts it right up against his own uh, face, and coudagrasses himself. Oh my god. Jeez. He double taps it to make sure it doesn't rise. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Teobleth, in the span of a couple rounds, uh, dies twice right before everyone's eyes. And you all have a moment to, uh, to just kind of reflect on what just happened when, for one brief moment, the, uh, the hallway to the west of Teobleth and Arginus uh, lights up like this bright orange light, and it gets brighter and brighter and brighter. And then a little ball of light hits the south wall, just ten feet from our genus, from uh, Teobleth, and a fireball erupts in the southwest corner of that room. And our genus, I'm gonna need a reflex save. Motherfucker, you bit the bullet too soon. Literally, <laughs> <laughs> you could have still used that bullet. <laughs> <laughs> this whole time, Thalys is thinking. Oh, well, he's a construct now. We gotta figure this out. And he's like, no, no, I'm dead. Okay, so he's gonna... He's just being dramatic. It, yeah, and then he, <laughs> that goes to, okay, he's gonna quietly leave. And then he <laughs> puts a cannon. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, that's a that's a nine. Ooh, okay. Uh, all right, Arginus, you take 41 points of fire damage. How many? 41. 41 oh my god that's half of my health yeah i i rolled pretty well on that 10d6 oh you rolled very well yeah uh well average roll would have been 35 so i mean yeah definitely definitely above average um but i think we'll just pick it up right after teoblet's turn which would be our genus Sorry, I wasn't expecting to go right back into combat. Um, I know you were. Kind of cheat that you waited until after Tiavlith took out the goal. Oh, he probably wasn't expecting me to do that. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't cheapen the the, the moment. Should have cheapened the fuck out of it. <laughs> this is about to be a way more somber moment. All right, uh, our genus is going to cast Ball Lightning. On what? Uh, yeah. He's going to bring it right on in here and just go up that path there. He's got to assume that that person needed a direct line of effect, so he's just going to follow that path up. Seems extremely dangerous, but that's our genus for you. Seems less dangerous than doing nothing and taking another firewall. He could move out of the way. I don't know. Our genus is going to take a five-foot step back to you. All right, well, I'm not saying you hit anybody, but if you did, here's three reflex saves. <laughs> Natural 20. Okay, passes. 15. Doesn't pass. 25. Passes. If the, if if I did happen to hit somebody, are they wearing metal? Does that change anything with the spell? Yes, it brings them down to a minus four penalty on their uh, saving throw. No. All right, so... 3d6. Alright, that's uh, 9 points of damage. And our genus shouts out, Get back over here! Alright, and up next is Thalias. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna move and try and heal someone. <laughs> I have no health. How much health? Health check real quick. 
Is there, I mean, I uh, see someone without a, a heart. 12. Yes, okay, <laughs> not you. <laughs> HP minus one heart. Uh, I'm down half health, but okay. I don't think you can get to me. And Utra, just for my own education here. Uh, I'm missing about 40 out of uh, 109 total. But I also think I I can get a heal off on myself with uh, my necklace. All right. Well, in that case, I would like to greaterly turn invisible. Can I do that? Let's see. Yes, I can. I don't have any more of that spell slot, but that's... Then no, you can't. Well, n- now I don't because I just used it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just hope I don't, you know. Okay, uh, I move up, turn invisible, and uh, do I even have a lay on hands? Jesus Christ. I have one lay on hands left. All right, make it count. See, he always does the opposite of what I say, so. God, fuck you, Alex. Nine, <laughs> it's not that bad. <laughs> Below average, yes. <laughs> Could have been a four. Oh, sorry. That's okay. Yeah. All right. Up next is Utrin. Um, I'm assuming it's a standard action to activate my necklace. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. It is a cure moderate room. Cure moderate wounds. Yep. And as a periapt, or as a uh, uh, panoply of a Razni item, it uses your hit dice as your caster level. Um, but Cure Moderate caps at plus 10. So, 2d8 plus 10. 2d8 plus 10. 16. Okay. Out healing Thelias, and I don't even do this shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then... Uchid's gonna... follow Thelias' lead and move up right into the doorway, so if another fireball goes off in C7, he's not caught in it. That's it for Uchid. Alright, uh... What is it with you people in this place? In response, the hallway lights up again ever so briefly before another fireball explodes in the southwest corner. Well, I feel super smart. And that's going to hit Thalias and Arginus, but Arginus is going to have cover from where he's standing, so that'll be a plus two, I believe, on his reflex save. And yeah, Uhtred is just barely out of that. Yeah, I know how to math. <laughs> math finder. <laughs> I know I might have confused people when I said take Thelias's lead. I meant take his decent idea and execute it properly. Right, of course. <laughs> oh, that's a 12. All right. Uh, Thelias, reflex. That's a 26. All right. Uh, 26 will pass. You'll take half. Half of a low roll, please. Wow, yeah, that was a pretty low roll. Jeez, uh, Twenty-nine that's a lot of dice, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so you will take nine points of no. Uh, we can go with that. No, he said nine. Fourteen. So, everyone heard it. Fourteen. Uh, Fourteen points of fire damage. Our genus takes the full twenty-nine. Oh At ten right now. Okay, and then it was our genus's turn. Our genus is gonna take a five foot step back yet again. Okay. Because these guys aren't aware that they're hitting me. Is the lightning ball hitting anything right now? Did they move? Uh, I, 
I'm really not sure how to adjudicate whether or not you would be aware of that. Well, I mean, the the balls stop where where the uh, it, if they hit something. So like, yeah, maybe like a magical tug or something. Why don't you give me a spellcraft check? Uh, nineteen. With a nineteen, I don't think I can justify you knowing if the ball, if there's still a creature occupying that space, or if not, what direction they might have gone in. Uh, so I'll give you a an option to either leave them where they are, and if there's something in that space, they'll damage it. Otherwise, you can say you want to move them like north, northeast, east, southeast, etc. Or you can split them up and choose three different directions, or you know, whatever. My only question is on that. Um, it specifically states inside the spell itself that if it lands inside a person's uh, facility, it stops. Right. But it hasn't started to move yet, so that isn't going to, like, trigger uh, okay. it. That's fair. Um, I'll move uh, one uh, north. Actually, so if I start moving these things, like if I move them back and forth, um, just kind of combing the area, can I know that? I don't think so. Like, if if you had line of sight to this space and you were, like, fishing for, like, an invisible creature, then it stopping on a space that doesn't otherwise contain anybody, like, that would be something that would let you be like, aha, I found them. But otherwise, like, I think, like, you can just be, like, mentally, I'm going to send it north. I'm going to send it east. And if meanwhile there's like a wall directly to the north, it's going to go, okay, I'm going north, but you're going to have no way of knowing that it's just like a video game character running into a wall for, you know, the move action that you just spent. It kind of makes it difficult because... Yeah, I know. This is a very difficult angle for you to try to use these tactics at. Um, alright. Uh, I'm going to have them continue moving in what I assume is the passage, which is uh, diagonal. So you're going to have continue moving northwest? Yes. Okay. For the sake of like moving this along, uh, I'll tell you, Tom, that uh, they did not come into contact with anything, but I don't think our genus would know that, but I'm just letting you know that I'm not making any reflex saves. Okay. Okay. Uh, Thelias. Is there any way for me to invisibly prop up Umbarno so that um, they think I'm Umbarno? Uh, yeah, that was the way you just said it. Would that work? Take your, take your best shot. <laughs> it kind of seems like he'd still look pretty dead even if I was holding him up. Yeah. yeah you guys you guys fucked the shit out of him uh, in that last round. Um, and that includes two cannonballs to the face. Trying to think of what I can, because I don't particularly like this uh, strategy either. I'm just eating fireballs where I'm standing, and then if I go <laughs> go up to it, I'm gonna take one in the face. Can I keep in mind you're invisible too? So right. I wonder. Can I move up and then like crouch down so they don't see me? Well, you're invisible and you're hasted. Ah, hasted. Hasted, hasted, hasted. I am hasted. I'm going for it. All right. 5, 10, 15, 25, 30. 
I was thinking I could move up and then lay down, right? So then they're firing a fireball right over me, not at me. Yeah, I mean, you wouldn't even need to do that. Yeah, I mean, if, if somebody's still down there, up there, and they're throwing fireballs down here, like, they're saying, like, they're going to declare, I'm targeting this square, and that's where the fireball goes. Like, unless if you're pointedly trying to get in the way, like, technically, yeah, like, there should be a chance where you could accidentally get hit by that fireball, but, like, that's, like, kind of beyond what the gotcha. game ever really okay, perfect happening. Uh, but, yeah, so... I'll just go ahead and reveal what you see. And these hallways are so goddamn awkward. Uh, yeah, just... they are. This is an awkwardly shaped it dungeon. It is. This, <laughs> this might be the most awkward dungeon uh, I've ever It has the number one thing I hate. Triangles? Diagonal. Oh, narrow corridors. Oh, yeah, hallways. <laughs> Harkening back to the sweet side action days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you, uh, so you run south. Uh, and then start heading northwest up this uh, corridor. Yep. And you see two uh, weirwood guards, similar to the ones that you fought outside when you guys first got here. You don't remember them being able to cast fireballs. Oh, yeah. You don't see any... Like You do remember fighting a couple uh, like arcane caster weirwoods, like the ones that were burning the docks. Wait, who could see pond. me? Wait, wait, wait. Who were we fighting who could see me? Oh, they couldn't see me. They just were lightning balling me. Okay, never mind. Yeah. Uh, speaking of lightning balls, uh, you can see Arginus's uh, three ball lightnings just like like buzzing against the northwestern wall up here, like where the three-way intersection uh, starts. Can I get... That's. I'm not done with my movement. Uh, okay, yeah. So I want to get to the point where I can't get hit by their fireball. And then I want to position myself to unload on them. So, Joe, this is where you can get with your move action. Oh, no. That's not far enough. <laughs> yeah, you could then move again and maybe try to, like, squeeze past them or something. Oh, a double move. Right, right, right. I'm just saying, you, with a single move, you cannot yeah, get yeah. within range to smack one of them. Right, okay. Well, I'm good with double moving, because I didn't think I was going to be able to get further than, <laughs> you know. With haste, this opens up a whole new world for me. Normally, I just sort of... All right, so what are you doing? I'm going to make that double move, and I'm going to move... Is that If I go here, behind them, am I going to get hit by friggin' Arginus? Balls? Is he going to teabag me? You could be five feet off the ground because you're flying. Is he flying? Mm-hmm. Everyone was flying except for Arginus. Yeah. Okay, then yeah. You can you can stand there or you can float there. Hasted am flying, dude. I'm I'm the greatest. Hold on. In that case, oh, I don't get hit by that fireball. Fly, well, no, but your oh. hasted fly speed is seventy feet. So you could have ended your movement like here. He can end his move before he still is. Yeah, that's true. Yes. Yeah, and still whack either of these. Yes. That's teamwork, baby. So sweet. I'm going to pop off an attack here. Okay. So uh, Thalias zooms south uh, to where this fireball keeps hitting, and then he takes the hallway northwest. You see these two Werewood warriors. You fly right overhead of the one that's standing in the hallway that you're zooming through, and you get to the three-way intersection. You're floating above our genus's three ball lightnings. Uh, you look south 
northwest and you see another werewood soldier. You look northeast and you see a werewood mage who has likely been throwing these fireballs down and has since moved. The hallway goes uh, like 70 feet northeast. Uh, the werewood is only 20, about 20 feet northeast of you, but the hallway goes about 70 feet northeast and it looks like it takes a sharp right and goes southeast. Uh, it looks like it would probably just lead back to where you guys were uh, before you went into this room and confronted Umbarno. Before that, it does have a branching hallway to the left that you can't see uh, from this angle. If you look the other direction, going southwest, uh, the hallway goes about 80 feet before it hits what looks like some rubble, maybe from like a partial cave-in. Uh, but before that, it also has a branching hallway to the right that you can't see through at this angle. It's like a big triangle with corridors coming off of it. Yeah, pretty much. I don't know why it's shaped like this, but there you go. Sweet. And so it's two, uh, the two guys next to me aren't mages, they're werewoods? Well, all three creatures are werewoods, but the two that are that you are adjacent to are soldier werewoods, whereas the one to your northeast is a arcane caster. Gotcha. All right, I'm gonna bop, uh, bop the red one, the one that's uh, in most in line of sight for everyone else. Okay. Uh, 27 to hit. His flat-footed AC probably. Flat-footed AC minus two, and that will hit. Sweet. This is big damage, so uh, 35 and one acid and are they evil outsiders slash am i still baned up they are constructs still baned up yeah but they're not evil outsiders darn all right uh you feel a uh very small amount of that damage get absorbed a very small amount but some of it still uh but yeah and it is now both of uh these soldier constructs turns and uh they can't see Thalias. I think I think the one that Thalias just hit is going to move it's going to move north west to be in that three-way intersection and then it's going to move northeast. That move is going to provoke, but at the end of its movement it's just going to be standing in front of the mage and it looks like it's just standing guard protecting it doesn't it doesn't know who just hit it but it knows that there's enemies over here so it's going to try to protect the mage when it moved did it have to move through lightning technically it moved through that square but the lightning only damages something on Arginus's turn gotcha but it would provoke from Thalias right yep uh it's a dangerous game but I'll take it bonk oh no natural one I'm such a fool roll to confirm 38. Okay, do not confirm. The other werewood is going to make a perception check to see if he can ascertain which square this invisible attacker is coming from. A 16 is not going to be enough. Uh, so I'm just... Because I'm so stealthy. <laughs> I'm, going, I'm going to give a 25% chance that, these, that the square he attacks contains the lias. Would he attack the air? Yes, that is part of the... So he's got ah. he's got the square that Thalias is in, the the square beneath Thalias, and then the two those two ten those two five foot squares to the south too. Gotcha. Uh, what D percent do you want? I want highs. 
as in if it's high, I'm good. So make it lows. So one to twenty-five, he hits. Yeah. Sixty-seven. Yes. So he swings, but the square he's targeting doesn't even have Thalias in it, and he just looks like a silly goose. Up next is Uhtred. I think Uhtred's going to use his standard action to activate his Ring of Invisibility. And then I've already mapped it out. He's got just enough movement and a movement action to fly over and end up five feet above the ground next to Thalias and this blue werewood. All right. All right, it is the mage's turn, and it is going to cast mirror images on itself. It creates seven mirrors. What? And now it's our genius's turn. Right. Um, Genius is gonna move down. Did you guys call out where they are? Or I'm trying to think of my next play here. I don't think they did. All right, that's fine. Um, our genius will. Oh fuck! Really put himself in the line of fire here. I don't feel safe. I'm I not think safe. you're okay. Those two backed up, and if you get to, if you're standing in the southwest corner of that room. You can look northwest, and you can see this three-way intersection with your ball lightnings uh, sitting against the wall. So as a standard action, you could direct them to go southwest or northeast. Yeah, so uh, being able to see down the hallway, like... Funnily enough, you would not be able to see Thalias or Uhtred. So at this point, Archenus is just in this room with the corpse of Teoblith and at the brink of death... And like no allies in sight. I uh can we pretend I said I'm going in as I passed our genus? Because I did just sorta Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I remember you kinda saying something like that, like probably out of character anyway, so yeah, yeah. I don't think it's a stretch to okay. assume that. Our genus would still know that his allies went that way. I'm sure he would have okay. heard the footsteps going down the hallway or something. It was just a funny image to me of he looks down this hallway and he's just. <laughs> <laughs> Guys. Uh, yeah, our genus sends it, uh, sends all three southwest. All right. All right. Three reflex saves. 27. Makes it. 22. Uh, 22 makes it. All right. And 17. Does not make it. All right. 3d6. Here we go. That is 12 points of damage. All fours. Nice. Then up next is Thalias. Oh, boy. Um, I don't want to die, but I do want to fight. What if I flew over these clowns mm-hmm. and bonked the mage real good? Yeah, you could do that. Let's try that. You could also champion charge the mage since you're... Oh. Since you could go above. Where will I wind up? Oh, I'll wind up like... Just right, above yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm a little worried that he'll know where I am if that happens, but I love the champion's charge, so let's do that. All right. The best defense is a good offense. Hell yeah. Sometimes. Uh, 33? That hits. For two, oh, oh. 33 damage? Whoop. Mirrors before you start calling out damage. Oh, it oh, has mirrors. Shit, yeah. Fuck. All right, roll a D8. A one is the mage. Oh, man. No, this is set up good for you, because one means you get to hit. <laughs> God damn it, Nick. All right, well, I got a five. All right, you destroy a mirror. 
another 25% chance that the red warrior targets the correct square. Same thing, 1 to 25 is your square? Yep. Yep. Okay. 42. Um, blue has no context for Uhtred being there. Uh, he can see that there's stuff going on up here to the northeast, but yeah, he, uh, I kind of feel like an asshole for this, but, uh, he, he would... I guess he would start to, like, move in that direction. He'd get into this square beneath Uhtred, and then he would turn and see Arginus down to the southeast. But that wasn't a five-foot step, but that movement would have provoked from Uhtred. It's going to be a 40 on a crit threat. Uh, 42 to confirm if 40 hits. Yes, the 40 hits and a 42 confirms. All right, the slashing crit is a leg swipe. Uh, double damage, and the target is knocked prone. Beautiful. Lovely. Huge. Wow. And <laughs> it's 35 slashing damage. You just imagine this thing is like, it starts walking, sees our genus, gets his legs knocked out from under him, <laughs> lands on its back, and then just sees <laughs> Uhtred floating above him like, hey, what's up? <laughs> Where'd you think <laughs> you were going? <laughs> you guys usually like destroy these things so quick I don't remember if it's come up or not although I think Marina ha- identified that the warrior werewoods do have fast healing um, but yeah as you guys are watching the, the warrior werewoods you are seeing them just slowly heal five hit points per turn um, but yes that one is now prone um I think he's going to use his standard action to stand back up, and that will provoke from Uhtred if he's got another attack opportunity. It's a 35 to hit. 35 hits. Uh, 18 slashing damage. Okay. Tell me it's Uhtred's turn now. It is Uhtred's turn. Thank you very much. <laughs> this, this actually might be the most, cons- this might be the most consecutive uh, hits yes. on one thing. Uh, that's gonna be 35 to hit. That hits. It's, uh, 20 slashing damage. Okay. Then my second attack's a 20, which I doubt that hits. 20 does not hit. Okay. And then Uhtred's gonna take a 5-foot float a little back down this hallway, so, uh, he isn't the only visible combatant up there by the three of them. It's a smart move. Yep, good move. <laughs> yep. Alright. Up next is the mage. Going to take a five foot step to the north, and then it's going to cast Greater Dispel Magic and do like an area dispel, which I believe is a 10 foot area. It's a 20 foot radius burst. 20 feet? Really? That's insane. Yeah. Okay. 
Would that affect the the werewood warriors as well if they had any? Yes. Um, it's actually also going to affect Utrid too, because uh, he's going to push that the 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 focal the focal point of that area f- far enough away that he's not going to be affected by it. Um, so he is going to specifically be uh, pulling for an invisibility effect to get dispelled off of Thalias. He's, he's hoping to get the invisibility. He doesn't get to choose. It's just the highest caster level. Highest caster level and then highest spell level. The DC is 11 plus your caster level. Plus spell level on top of that or just caster level? No, no. just a caster level. A natural one isn't going to get him very far. So, yes. big flashy greater dispel magic and bumpkiss. Arginus. Arginus is going to uh, guide those lightning balls back up to uh, the warrior here. Okay. The one right by Uhtred? Yep. Nice. Let's say 14. Doesn't make it. Natural 20. Makes it. And a 26. Makes it. Chipping away. It's 8 damage. I'm going to shoot my magic missiles at this dude. All right. Uh, that's 19 damage. And then our genius is going to take a five foot step north. Also a good idea. Yep. All right. Yep, yep, yep. Elias. I am going to chase down this mage, and now I can full attack by five foot floating. Mm-hmm. And unloading. Hi-ya! Oh, natural 20. Nice. Will confirm. Crit confirm. 34. 34 will confirm. Now mirrors. But before I get excited, <laughs> right? Yep. Mirrors. Roll a d6, please. A one will be the mage. Two. Two! Oh. Okay. All right. Second attack. 36. That'll hit. D6. Ignore the six. Four. I'm chopping them down one by one. Okay. Next attack. 42. That'll hit. <laughs> D4. <laughs> Two. All right, another mirror. Last attack. <laughs> 33. That'll hit. D4, ignore the four. Three. Yes. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Dude, that must look... Who <laughs> does it better than me, baby? <laughs> so ridiculous. They can't see where the attacks are coming from. Just mirrors are popping yeah, left and right. It's probably <laughs> terrifying, because this guy's like... He's like standing there. He's got all these extra mirrors, and they're just like... Pop, 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 pop. He's like, what's going on? <laughs> It's just uh, waiting for him to be the next pop. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, up next is the Warriors. Blue has somebody to target, so he's going to full attack on Uhtred. I use an Arcana point. Natural one. Okay. Go ahead and roll. 37 to hit. That is going to confirm. Okay. And this is melee. He's using a weapon, right? Yeah, he's using a short spear. All right. His spear got bent. He now takes a minus four penalty on all attacks with that weapon until it is repaired with a craft check. I feel like a what spear a especially sucks when it gets <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Alright, well he's got two more spear attacks coming at ya. Dude, you gotta think though, he could jab around corners now. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Um, yeah, that's a 24 to hit. And a 13 to hit. But he's got three shield slams. 
Also, I'm pretty sure Uhtred has a bunch of mirrors up, too, I have seven. still. <laughs> they just never factored Mine in like, a bunch of stuff had true seeing, yeah. <laughs> uh, 38 with the first shield slam. Uh, that misses, but that one actually does take a mirror. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, how about a 20 to hit? No. How about a 18 to hit? You're not even taking mirrors. Yeah, I know. Uh, okay. Well, he got a mirror. He did get a mirror. That, that gets one clap. Uh, now it's Uhtred's turn. Um, okay. Clap back. Yeah. Now it's my turn. It's a uh, 29 to hit. Do I get a plus one for being above him? Yeah, you got high ground. Make it a 30. Yeah, 30 hits. All right. That's going to be 19 more slashing damage. Then my second attack is a 34 on a crit threat. That threats. 45 to confirm. That confirms. All right. Slashing crit is a terrible gash. Uh, Utra deals double damage and one charisma drain. No. <laughs> Not my charisma. <laughs> I'll teach him. <laughs> and that one's going to be 36 slashing damage. All right. That will finish off the blue werewood. Nice. It's the mage's turn. He's getting desperate. Better hold on to your heart. (laughs) (laughs) Umbarno seems like the type that'd be too paranoid to let these creations of his have something that strong. (laughs) Is this mage a werewood-looking thing, too? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like the ones we fought at the docks. Okay. The mage werewood is going to take a five-foot step to the northeast. It's going to cast a spell, and it teleports away. Which seems like it shouldn't be able to do that, because you guys know that there's a teleport trap effect, and yet it does it anyway. Okay. That leaves just the warrior. Up next is our genus. If you five foot stepped south, you would see that the werewood that Uhtred has been fighting is now down. Uh, I don't think it's unreasonable to assume that our genus would know he can just direct his ball lightnings northeast to get to the action yeah i'd presume that um i would go as far as taking a five foot step down to uh see what's going on and then uh direct the balls uh downwind to uh red or upwind i guess northeast <laughs> no wind not sure how much but wind yeah, is there, there, there's wind <laughs> okay let me dream Matching the wind under here is all I have. All right, uh, that's an 11 reflex. Nope. 24. Yep. And a 19. Nope. All right. right. 66 this time. Uh, That is 25 damage. Nice. All right. And yeah, I'm just going to keep it like that. Okay, so Elias. Um, I'm going to finish off red, hopefully, with a full attack. 32. 32 hits. His flat-footed AC minus 2. 31 plus 1 acid. Okay. Uh, 41. That'll hit. For 30 plus 3 acid. Okay. Uh, 28. 28 will hit. 32 plus 5 acid. Okay. He's still standing? Uh, no. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> uh... <laughs> I'm just a guy with a calculator. Uh, you know, that third hit, you destroy the remaining werewood. I'm about to hit him with my fourth, and I'm looking at him like, 
Are you going to die now? <laughs> he falls over. Okay. <laughs> That's what I thought. And we'll see you next week. Oh. On the Inspired Incompetence Podcast. Oh. See ya. See ya. See ya. See ya.